pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now I'm riding on a high and It's seven o'clock. You're listening to Resonance FM. Now it's time for One Life Left. Taking it back. Taking it well back. Old style. Old old style. <laughs> old schooly. Hello, you're listening to One Life Left. I'm Simon Byron. I'm Anne Scantlebury. It's no Steve Curran this week. Oh, oh well. <laughs> you know why, don't you? Uh, well, I know why. Do the listeners know why? Well, they weren't privy to his... Well, they, they may know if they uh, checked him out on YouTube. There was um, some footage leaked of uh, Steve Curran playing Tomb Raider earlier on in the week. Talking about hanging out the back of Lara Croft. Unbelievable. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he was, he was implying that girls didn't understand the Konami code. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah? Do us a favour, love, that sort of thing. Yeah? Of course, you understand the Konami code, um, don't you? Of man? course I do, Simon. Of course it is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. Very good. Of course that's what it is. That's what it is. So, yeah, he's been banished uh, for at least a week. Um, so it's just me, you, and special studio guest, Leo Tan. Hooray! Hello. Listener favourites. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, didn't you start corresponding with a listener um, who liked the sound of your voice and then she Google imaged you and liked, this, liked, liked, liked the view of your face? Yeah, I think I responded with a death threat, didn't I? You talked about meeting up at the Christmas party. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and then and, your and girlfriend uh, like doing some physical harm. Yeah, exactly. And obviously yes. we don't want that to happen to any of our listeners. So um, No. Well, <laughs> maybe mo- mostly most of your listeners. <laughs> So, how are you, Anne? Uh, I'm good. I'm a bit grumpy today. Yeah, you why? I'm, oh, I didn't sleep very well. It's been a very busy weekend. It's been quite annoying. Too excited about the show? Yeah, too excited about the show. Couldn't sleep. Um, so yeah, I'm quite grumpy. So You I'll... look grumpy. Thanks. No problem. Um, yeah, and it's that sort of charm, Leo, that uh, <laughs> keeps me on favours with the ladies, yeah. Uh, yeah, so don't test me today. Okay. snap. Right. Yeah. How are you? I'm all right, yeah. Yeah? Uh, Leo? Yeah, I'm a tickety-boo. <laughs> I'm uh, not grumpy. No, uh, I'm the opposite. Therefore, we can test you, can we? <laughs> Absolutely, feel free. Good. Right. Well, uh, we've got a pack show coming up. We've got four features. Um, I thought it was quite sweet of the uh, contributors this week. Clearly worried about <laughs> no Steve. So we've got um, more features than we've had for quite a while coming up. Nice. Uh, we've got loads of great songs chosen by me. Oh no! For you. Is it just Muse? Do I see? But uh, obviously, let's not deviate too much, shall we? Let's start the show as we always do with Anne's news. One life left. One life left. One life left. One life left. 
7.04 on Monday the 31st of January. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. Sony has announced its next handheld console currently going by codename NGP, that's Next Generation Portable. The announcement was made by Sony Computer Entertainment's Kaz Hirai at a conference in Tokyo earlier this week. Throughout this holiday season, the NGP will feature front and rear touchpads along with traditional controls, 3G and Wi-Fi integration, front and rear cameras and PS3 quality visuals. With so many new handhelds coming out, One Life Left is considering having additional arms sewn on just to keep up. NGP, what do you think of that uh, acronym, Anne? Um, it's rubbish, and I kept trying to think of jokes, and it's even rubbish for jokes. I was like, Nintendo gonna pay. That's good. It's a car park. <laughs> it's no, it's NCP. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay, I'll shut up. Up his sleeveys, yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Some people pointed out it's identical to Neo Geo Pockets, of course. Is, maybe that's what they're bringing out. Maybe that was their joke. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Um, and PS3 quality visuals, you say. Do you know this to be a fact? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so define PS3 quality visuals. Like, just really good. Yeah? Doesn't PS3 quality visuals just... Like, isn't that just how good your TV is? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So if you've got a good TV, then your Wii looks better, does it? Yeah. Yeah? Oh, wait, that, no. That... No. Right. That's the fact. <laughs> Do us a favour, love. Leo, what are you, are you going to announce some, uh, some Capcom games for the NGP? Uh, probably, at some point. We did, uh, we did demo two games on stage, uh, which uh, Eurogamer reported as being Sony games, which I was uh, quite surprised to okay. hear. That would mean that we would report that they're Sony games, right? Is that, uh, is that, no, is that what's coming? No. That's what usually happens. Uh, s- straighten them out now. Tell them the uh, facts. Well, we did a Lost Planet 2 tech demo and a Monster Hunter tech demo, neither of which were actual games or games that we've announced or maybe even have in the pipeline. We were just kind of showing the tech. Uh, and it was probably, it wasn't actually a Eurogamer, it was Digital Foundry, a subsidiary oh. of Eurogamer, which oh. you for sure, uh, <laughs> although and, read and avidly, don't And Digital further. Foundry. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. And... All its uh, different yeah. quirks. Right. Yeah. So, but overall, are we excited about the PSP2, which we should call it? Yeah, it's going to be brilliant. Yeah. Um, I can't it, wait is, for just... Is this the company line? No, this is a personal line. Tan line. It's going to be literally brilliant. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the most powerful handheld ever made. And as we all know, it's the powerful handheld that wins the battle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anne? No. No? Don't care. The average annual salary for a game developer is £32,000. That's according to a survey carried out by Develop and MCV. The figure is based on information provided by 298 games industry professionals worldwide. Down in the lower ends of the payroll are junior programmers on around 19000 while lead producers and lead audio roles are being rewarded for, with around £41,000 and £45,000 respectively. Remember junior programmers at work drinks, it's never your turn to buy a round. Perfectly timed story there, Anne. Thank you. I think this show's going well. Sorry, but just before you launched into that news story, you just said that you didn't care about the NGP. Of course I care. Of course I actually care, but I won't buy it. So I'm kind of a bit like, I care, but... It keeps you in a job. Talking about salaries, that keeps you in business. Simon, what is our salary for this job? Talia asked me this uh, yesterday. She said, um, she said, yeah, I want to have a chat with you. Um, she said, can I get paid? <laughs> Well, no, actually, she, she had two demands. The first was money. The second was that she wanted to go on the internet. And, like, her mum, my sister, was like, yeah, why is, why is there no picture? Of, why, why are there no pictures of her on the internet? Like, She's a child. Yeah, have you not heard about these rings of men that look at pictures of children on the internet? Like, keep them off. Um, how much do you earn, Leo? Uh, not enough. On, on reading that story, I immediately asked for a raise. Did you? Yeah. Did, did you get one? No. Oh. Uh, because apparently I don't make games. Apparently. Oh. Yeah. Rubbish. Uh, and you, Simon? Well, I, I neither. I, I, I don't. I don't make games either. Neither do I. Steve does. He does. Wait. Oh wait, what is he? He's like a, a head designer or something. No, is he d- director of design or? Let's only make him buy the drinks. He thinks about games and then goes into the office and goes. Mm, I see, like a puzzle game with where the theme is trainers and t-shirts, and then they turn someone else turns it into a game. That's right, basically so he doesn't his get. Job. His, he doesn't get his hands dirty. No, he does nothing. So I wonder how much Steve's on. And he's currently in LA, isn't he? He is. 
He gets flown out to LA. <laughs> he must be minted. Wow, he's changed. What were the other salaries? What other jobs should we be doing? Uh, oh, oh, this is a good one for us. Um, lead audio roles. That's us. We are lead audio ro- audio roles. Yeah. Um, forty five thousand pounds. Forty five thousand pounds. So we've got a lot of back payment coming our way, haven't we? <laughs> That's also the first time I've heard you follow up with further information. Yeah. That was amazing. This show's going well. Thanks. It was already in the original news story. Oh, was it? Oh, so I wasn't really listening. Oh, yeah, sorry. A recommendation by the Children's Charities Coalition on Internet Safety about video games has sent everyone into a frenzy. John Carr of the Charities Coalition advised the government to tell schools to educate children about how to play video games safely to stop them getting addicted. This prompted a giant debate on BBC Radio 5 Live that included Mike Rawlinson from Yuki telling everyone to calm down because there's nothing to suggest gaming addiction is on the rise. Blimey! One Life Left is pro video games in schools, so if you'll all open your textbooks to page 33, Miss Canterbury will take you through the history of SingStar Take That. Very good, you see, and as well, that was perfectly timed because uh, the the bed faded for the gag. For the gag, yes. Good stuff. Thanks. Um, so yeah, I was um, I was listening. You were listening. Weren't I was you? listening to Five Live that morning. Yeah. I, 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 I listen to Five Live every morning, really? and it makes me angry. And that particular morning, I was very angry. Um, do you find listening to it gets you pumped for the day? So you go <laughs> up just a ball of rage. Yeah, I listen to it when you you know when I'm doing my, my sit ups and my reps and my. Oh, okay. And my, uh, oh, that's why you're looking like yeah, that these days. Exactly. Um, um, what was said? They just had some like lunatic on who was just going <laughs> yeah yeah like well first of all they they kept talking about it as if it was like the concept of playing a video game was something in science fiction. So they used uh, game stopped being a noun and it became a verb. So you know. What do you like when you game? Oh, and you know, and and, and there was this 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 kid who couldn't speak would 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 just go, well, you know, I can't think of anything else when I'm uh, gaming, you know. And uh, Nicky Campbell's trying to um, be as controversial as possible. And he's like, so uh, what is it about gaming that you like? Then he's like, yeah, just like killing people, <laughs> just like killing people. Oh. And I thought, as a soapbox, I mean, like. Y- y- why they let these people on as an example of internet addiction when he's, I don't know, he's clearly, um, am I allowed to say that he's a lunatic? Yeah, go on. Yeah. Uh, he's a lunatic. Yeah, we're, of course, not, uh, we're not legally biased. trained, but yeah, essentially <laughs> you are allowed to say that. Well, okay, well, we have done. Um, all, all video games discussion is basically by idiots. They've, I've never seen anybody <laughs> able to... Well, no, but even, even what should be quite serious discussion about video games is reduced to juvenile hysteria. Even Panorama, which should be the bastion of sensibility and logic, is... Just they went to South Korea and went. Here's some people who were mentally handicapped who killed their child, and it was like that's a stupid report. If Panorama are unable to provide a balanced report on any form of video gaming, then all is lost, and we might as well just give up and go home. Leo, tan everybody. That was good. Where did that come from? Uh, the, the deep depths of my anger. Wow. Blimey, oh, very impassioned. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're all pro, we're pro supporting the BBC cuts then, are we, for this sort of <laughs> stuff? Yeah. Uh, back what? Sky, back the bid. Uh, I don't actually... You're out of depth now. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about, so yeah. So um, what, were they, what was this promoting, Anne, this story? What was it promoting? Yeah, because like, this story was not just news. People don't just do a report for their own benefit, do they? There's uh, always some sort of end goal. Well, he wanted schools to teach children about video gaming. Well, that seems that seems a bit stupid. Who in the school who is teaching knows more about video games than the kids? Well, exactly. <laughs> that is a that is a, it. Should be that the the old people are being taught about <coughs> games by the young kids so that they understand. Well, I mean, the only thing, the only place that, really it would, that, that it would that it would find a home is in like PH, PHSE, like the thing where they tell you about periods and they tell you about personal what? hygiene. I d- we didn't have, I didn't no, have we that. didn't have that. Yeah, it's the bit of the, like when you're What does it stand a, for? A personal social health education. We wouldn't need those because like we were too busy playing video games. Exactly. Too busy being addicted to video games. <laughs> Following massive and much publicised criticism of the PS3 version of Call of Duty Black Ops, developer Treyarch issued a patch earlier this week. Well done and good work. Taking a positive step like that couldn't possibly backfire. Unless, of course, the release patch told online players on the PS3 that they had no Xbox Live party chat. It's literally like a comedy of errors, only without the comedy. You, you say it. What? I can't... Oh. I, was, I didn't hear any of that after you said Treyarch. Oh. I was just <laughs> peeing myself inside for the rest of that news story. Why? No reason. Sorry, I apologise. Are, on, you, are you being sexist? 
Uh, well, no, I'm not saying that she's stupid because she's a girl. Oh. It's just a coincidence That's that it. she is a girl. Yeah. Right. You know. Ta- go on. How do you pronounce it? Uh, well, actually, I'm only presuming it's Treyarch. <laughs> I've never actually heard anyone at Treyarch. Oh, no, I have heard someone at Treyarch. Because right, I used no, to work for that arc, company. An arc, as in Noah's Ark, is spelled yeah. A-R-C. An arch, as in the marble marble arch, is right. A-R-C-H. Yeah. Well, this is interesting. This, this, this will conclusively I mean, prove <laughs> who's best boys or girls. It is a name. Like, uh, so it does actually... Names, you can do what you want. That's, um, that's all, so, all Leo, how do you actually spell your name? Uh, uh, L-E-O... Oh, okay. So Leo. standard. Well, actually, so <laughs> that's I'm 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 correct. I I'm not saying that I did work for Activision for eleven <laughs> months, the company that owns Treyarch, and that during meetings we did say Treyarch. But well, I mean, wrong. everyone everyone in the UK office could have been wrong. Yeah, that's it's, it's that's possible. true fact. It's possible. Anyway, back Anyways. to the actual news story. I I'm beginning to feel a little sorry for them now. I mean, I, mm. I know it's difficult to feel sorry for people that are you know when you're admiring them from below and they're above on top of these mountains of gold but um they can't do right for doing wrong can mm. they they've got tom watson gamers voice after them sorry he's tom watson's no longer involved as he before anybody starts having a go at me um so yeah taking them to uh, to court for consumer trade yeah. laws or something yeah, like that yeah, yeah. now they're like okay everybody we'll try and sort it out but then someone somewhere oh. puts an expert and, and like apparently the internet thinks that's one of the funniest things when actually <laughs> it it's not it's a funny. kitten in a basket <laughs> Pretty funny thing. Oh, poor them. But it's it is funny, and obviously it was only on there briefly, and it did get changed very quickly. Can't hide anything from the internet, though, can no, you? You can't. We've tried. <laughs> and finally, poor EA Sports doesn't have the best of luck when with its in-game sports personalities. If Rooney and Woods aren't becoming special friends with inappropriate ladies, then regular FIFA commentator Andy Gray is getting in trouble for saying sexist stuff about ladies in football. When asked if they'll be sticking by yet another naughty little boy, EA Sports told Eurogamer that they have yet to make any announcements about in-game commentators for FIFA for 2011. Don't worry, love, I'm sure there'll be some birds down the job centre you can explain the offside rule to. Very good, Anne Scantlebury. Did Thanks. the man write that for you? No, I wrote it. I even put in the love. It was good. Um, yeah, uh, it's funny, isn't it? This curse of EA. It is. Oh, it's. I mean, it is an actual curse. Yeah, it's pretty terrible, isn't it? Um, but you know, each of them is is kind of publicly failing in different ways. Yeah. No. Maybe they just all get a bit big-headed and they think, yeah, we're on a video game, say what we like, do what we like. So they've stuck with Tiger Woods, haven't they? Have yes. they? Yes. Yes. They, yes. They Rooney? Uh, yeah. Yeah, despite, I mean, like, his is the most embarrassing, isn't it? Is it? No. Well, whose is the most embarrassing? Tiger Woods. Because his whole, whole image was based on, I'm um, pretty clean cut. Well, his image was played on him, was him playing golf, not having sex. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. But his his personality, like his, uh, the image that they sell when they sell a game was also like, you know, he's a clean cut, really good golfer. He's a clean cut guy. Um, Having sex and playing golf are not mutually exclusive. <sighs> but also, he is he is a bit sexier now. And <laughs> they were just stuck by, him, stuck by him because their game gets more... Yeah. Because yeah, Wayne I mean, Rooney got sexier. Certainly. <laughs> well, he's not, got, he's not got less sexy. That's all I've really got. Uh, so, yeah, but this, this one, um, our, I, I think, presents the biggest challenge for EA. Yeah. Why? Uh, because it wasn't in their personal lives. <laughs> no. No, it's because um, every iteration of FIFA basically builds on the core database of Andy Gray and <gasps> um, Martin Tyler commentary. Oh. Yeah, so... So they just add new words, but they but on top of what they already had. So there's there's years and years worth of of sexist commentary within the FIFA engine now. Oh, so to no. get rid of Andy Gray is going to be quite a big uh, a big ask um, of their budget, not necessarily of their resources, of their time and money, <laughs> of their time that they have to spend. Just to clarify, so what would you do, Leo, if you were in charge of EA Sports? I would just hire a new commentator and record loads of. Oh, he's got the ball. Oh, he's passing it. Oh, he's going up. The f- I don't even know what they say because I don't play football games. But right. do they have essentially uh, that. Do they have women linesmen in FIFA? That now that is a very good question. Yeah, it is. I don't, they don't. I don't think they do. No. no. Which yeah, which means that this They're sexism sexist. runs sexist. deeper. Yeah, it does. In the games and industry. who is the puppet master? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlebury. <laughs> So, uh, 
obviously I've been in charge of the music. Oh, no. What's interesting about this one, though, is that I've forgotten to print out where everything is on the CD. So, oh, Steve, so it's potluck. So last week, Steve didn't bring the CDs. Yeah. And we had um, quite an awkward silence, didn't we? This week, uh, we've got the CDs, but we don't know what's on them. Okay. I'm hoping this is... Um... Let's just back announce everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is Insert Name Here. listening to One Life Left on Resonance FM, 104.4 FM. What's what, funny? What did the bike show say? 104.4? Idiots. That's incorrect. We, uh, well, I <laughs> embarrassed myself in front of the bike show. Oh. Um, yeah, by forgetting the French word for bike. What oh. did you say? I said car. Yeah. In French. What's, what's car in French? Voiture. Voiture. And then you said, my sheep is on the bike, which yeah. totally baffled the bike show and their guests. Um, I'm talking... Uh, on un Yeah? Yeah. Their, their bafflement just shows how little they actually know about bikes. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're, so you were saying, Leo, that you're a big bike fan. Yeah, I ride everywhere. I cycle a lot. I, like, know where the spokes on my wheel have come from. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I'm into it. Right. Um, somebody on Twitter this week did say that uh, we should be called the Bike Show Show. Why? I think maybe because we talk about the bike show too much. Well, we know. They're our sister show on our parent station. Oh, it's yeah. like a family. So uh, this is an eight-bit version of uh, Muse's excellent Starlight. Is Did you not know it was Muse? No. Oh, I wonder why you said I you liked it. Maybe, maybe he hasn't gone down the Muse route, but I, I just don't know enough of their stuff. You only really need to know their old stuff, because their new stuff is not really... No. Yeah. Simon, you're supposed to have broken up with Muse by now. Tried, yeah. Finding it very difficult. That's uh, the only Muse song that we've got today, though, of course. Oh, wow. So, yeah, uh, Leo, thanks for coming back in. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, now, as you will know, although you said you're a, you're a few weeks behind on the show, um, do you know what our 2011 project is? Uh, is it the cricket? No. No. Then although that I, is happening. That's, that's just one thing that the, we're doing this year. There's so many things. I'll, I'm going to say no, okay. I don't know, and apologise. Anne? Um, Leo, we're going to get OBEs this year. <laughs> well, well, technically, probably next year. We could try for it this year. We're going to have a trial run this year For the, for the Queen's July. birthday, yeah. And then... Uh, and then we're going to go for the big one, uh, New Year's right. Honours 2012. Um, yep, cheers. So am I part of that because I'm on the show? Well, so, um, you know, everybody who comes in um, has the opportunity to help us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been uh, asking listeners to uh, suggest ways in which we can qualify for OBEs this year. Um, they can do that by emailing... Team at onelifeleft.com. Can't relax, Anne. I can't relax. No, you were sort of sitting back then, you were about no, to drink. No, no, I was about to tell you to just switch down that green fader. Thanks. <laughs> Um, so yes, uh, we've put the uh, guidelines on tiny, tinyurl.com forward slash OLLOBE. Uh, that's where you can see what you need to do to get an OBE. Last week, um, we established that, um, well, we wondered whether we could, like, rather than have to do, like, nice things for charity and stuff like that and helping out those that are less fortunate than ourselves. Is anybody less fortunate than ourselves? <laughs> Um, we, we went through what we thought last last week was that um, we'd we'd kind of identified the sort of people in the games industry that were already got them, so you know, so that we don't have to do anything new. And then we wondered actually whether we could take them by force. 
Now, Leo, you're quite a tough man, aren't you? Uh, I'm an ex-British Taekwondo champion of sorts. Did you know No this? way! I did not! Uh, Do some now. I've, <laughs> I've literally broken a guy's arm by kicking it. <gasps> yeah. Wow! Try it out and out now. Kick Sam's uh, arm. <laughs> no, so, Le- so that's why Leo's here, Anne. Oh, brilliant. That is... Because when I came up, initially I said something you can't say on air when I saw Leo. It did. Yeah. Um, it was like, Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> um, but now, uh, very right. reason. Well done. So what we're going to do is I'm going to hold up pictures of people in the games industry that have got OBEs. And Leo's going to talk us through fi- specific fighting style. Oh, good. So that when we see them, we can kick their faces off. Yeah. Um, I think it should be, I should point out that this is uh, Leo Ten, the person talking and not Leo. But don't from- name it. Don't name it then. Like people have forgotten. That's true. That's true. That's Remind true. them where, where you're not from. Um, yeah. Right, so take this guy here, right? Look at him. Jeff uh, Heath. Jeff. Shut up. <laughs> so, uh, quite an elderly gentleman. Um, publicity photo, white shirt, looks a bit smug. Um, how would you kick his face off, Leo? Um, I've actually met Jeff Heath a couple right. of times. And right, so you've got some insider knowledge. Yeah. Absolutely. He is a very charming but slightly elderly gentleman. Sorry, yeah. Mr Heath. And uh, so probably his hips are on his way out. I would just give him a couple of turning kicks to the hips. Turning kicks. Turning kicks to the hip. Yeah, bam, bam, full impact. Probably shatter the hip bone. He'd go down then. We could all just stomp in his face. Brilliant. <laughs> right. Or, right. You can just Jeff leave him Heath. there. That would pretty much do it. <laughs> Dealt with. Hip, hips. <laughs> yeah, definitely hips. Uh, okay, take this this chancer here, right? Um, Ian Livingston, been on the show. We, we, no, we were friendly then, weren't we? We were. <laughs> but he it's carries... Over. Yeah, it, it is over. He carries his OBE around with him at all times. Brilliant. It's a so thing. we just need to mug him. Yeah, What's so, a thing? I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah, yeah. Of course it's a thing. Right? It's he a ca- little he ca- yeah. badge. Or, like or a staff. Medal thing. Or a staff, yeah, I would. we decided. So um, yeah. he's wearing a suit and tie, though. He's quite happy because uh, he invented the, final, the fighting fantasy books. Um, he is, um, he's a great harmonicist, right? He plays a mean harmonica. <gasps> Does he? Remember, I've seen him at events. Is it him? Uh, yes, you're so right. So I, I wouldn't really want to... Again, I think legs. You could probably paralyse him in some way <laughs> from the hips Can't down. Can't we just or... shove the harmonica into his That's throat? That's it. Anne's better at this than you. But I don't want to really. I don't want to take away his harmonica powers because. But we no, want to take away his OBE. Throat. Yeah, OBE exactly. from the pocket. Done. He's done. Okay. All right, Livingston's on the floor. <laughs> All right. Throat. Look at this one here. Miles Jake was. Ah, oh, I'd love uh, to easy. smash we him can... in the face. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding, Miles. Obviously, easy. So uh, yeah, he was on the show uh, just before Christmas. Little did we know then, hey? Yeah, just before he got his OBE. Right. Um, I would definitely want to put him in some sort of arm bar, pop the arm out of the socket, and then probably drop an axe kick on his on his face. Probably he looks like his cheekbones would go quite easily. Yeah. So probably yeah, on the cheekbone, shatter it. He'd be crying. <sighs> I might pop out. Something like that. Make him cry. Right, yeah. drops the OBE. Yeah. How many OBEs have we got now? Is that three? Three, uh, yeah. Three, right, yeah. and so then for the end of level OBE, look at this one. Oh! Molyneux. Yeah? Yeah. Right. I, would just, I would just put him in... A, I would take him to a public gaming place, stand him up and say to everybody, this is the man who promised, and then list all the things he promised in Fable, and then say, but what you actually got was, and then hold up Fable. And just like the crowd just... Kick mob rule. Kick the blood out of him till he's nothing but this blood husk out. of skin and Good. bone. And then when, then when that happens, we sneak in. OBE. Yeah. Put the yeah. OBEs on us. Or or just collect the staffs. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, the fable is terrible. It's, it's, he, I won't have you talk like that, Leo. For? Yeah. You can harm him physically, Leo, but don't insult his guys. <laughs> <laughs> Right, thanks very much. So that's uh, the uh, the honourable members of the games industry dealt with. Yeah. Now it's time for that. I could be of service. I've often speculated in FME about digital downloads taking over from retail, or at least I've mentioned it once, something along those lines. Anyway, Sony certainly don't seem to be the slightest bit interested as they've had some rather amusing prices for their downloadable PS3 games. Mass Effect 2 would set you back a mere £48 as a digital copy that you can never trade in or allow a friend to borrow and probably not get back if your PS3 breaks. Alternatively, you could get a physical copy of the game with a nice cover and instruction book for around £35. Wow, wow, wow. 
Obviously, I don't approve of the downloads idea as I rely on second-hand items for my living. But really, what's the point in offering a service such as this when you get a lesser product for a significantly higher amount? At least Steam is some kind of threat to retail, to the extent that retailers have boycotted games that rely on Steam. Those sales are really quite spectacular. PC games have never been a great seller anyway, so it barely matters. Derek Williams, did you enjoy my free market economy performance at Game City Nights last Friday? Was I good? We weren't sure that we were going to mention Derek uh, and his Game City performance then, no, but we of, course, of course Derek does it are. himself. You know why Derek's so good on the free market? Because he's <laughs> so good at self-publicity. Good stuff. Yeah, no, I'm, I didn't see him at Nottingham. Did anybody else? Did you see him? Uh, no, I was not there. Are there p- pictures of this anywhere? Um, Is there proof he did it? Yeah, we want proof that you actually did it, Derek. Yeah, Derek. Anybody can come on here and say they went to Nottingham. Yeah, I, oh, I went to Nottingham. I went to Nottingham. <laughs> did you? <I'm> right. <laughs> Letters. Uh, Kurt Peterson um, wrote in and said that we should invite um, Orange Lounge Radio, best weekly US podcast about video games. Um, we should invite them on the show. Uh, Kurt, you should know we don't like doing anything ourselves. Can you ask them for us? Uh, and that would be good. Um, Anthony emails and says, if you want to get a cheap 3DS, cheap, £195. I mean, that's, rel- I mean, that's comparatively cheap. He mm. says Game Gears are doing uh, that for £195. Thank you very much, Anthony. Is that Anthony at GameGear.co.uk? <laughs> it is, yes. Uh, no. um, he's at Hotmail, actually, so he's disguised that well. Oh, well done. Well done. Um, team, I want to bring two things to your attention. One, your contact form is broken. Not completely, but there are no subjects in the drop-down. That's interesting. We, we are getting a new Webo, yeah, aren't we? We're getting a new Webo. <laughs> it's going to be brilliant with <laughs> our new Webos. <laughs> uh, so, so don't worry about that. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll fine. get our new Webo up soon. Uh, two, music. The soundtrack to the indie game VVVVV, known as PPPPP, is awesome. Apologies if you already played some of it. I only just discovered it myself. I probably thought it was awesome at the time and I suggest you play it uh, and I suggest you play it more. In fact, please could you play Potential for Anything? If you haven't heard or been bothered to play VVVVV, uh, then uh, what the hell are you doing? You're supposed to be games connoisseurs, aren't you? Not to mention hosts of the formerly official world's best and irregularly weekly gaming show. Lots of love, Jockey. Thanks, Jockey. Leo Tan. Hello, team. Minus Steve, but possibly plus a super special guest. Thanks, True. Ben. Out with Steve and with me. Uh, <laughs> today is a great day for hyperbole and for sexist men standing outside football grounds as it's transfer deadline day. Now, from what I understand, this also applies to video games as well. Steve has already been sent out on a loan to a podcast in America in order to gain some match practice as the fans have started to turn on him due to his poor podcast distribution. Yeah, and Derek Williams has been sending out regular come get me please on his free market economies, which Hattie. have so far been unanswered. Evidence only earlier. Uh, I've been looking on the I've been looking on the relevant websites and I believe the following transfers are on. Rock, paper, shotgun are looking to offload the knackered and useless Kieran Gillen onto anyone who would take him. Apparently the makers of Angry Birds are interested. My mate who works as a taxi driver in Brighton says he gave Cliffy B a lift to Zombie Cow Studios. Perhaps he's interested in making privates public. Uh, Miles from Sport Interactive has been alleged to be tapping up the Microsoft Excel youth team squad to work on the latest football manager and Lee Alexander is rumoured to be coming to England in a straight swap with Ellie Gibson. Let's hope not. The most upsetting rumour I've heard is that Anne has been seen in hotels meeting with the Lady Geek TV podcast. Say it ain't so scants. Cheerio, Ben. Say it ain't so... Say... <laughs> I can't even say it ain't so. Say it ain't so scants. Uh, it ain't so they don't have a podcast. Uh, is that also a euphemism? <laughs> yeah, have, you, have you been meeting in hotels? Yeah, I have. But, uh, what was that about? Uh, it was about... So, uh, a little while ago, I did um, a... That's about as Derek. I did Lady Geek about TV. About Derek. Because <gasps> they asked, and of course I'm going to do it. Uh, and then I went... There you go, listeners. If you want Anne to do something, just, <laughs> just ask. ask. No, that is it's a, only polite. It's a definite cover story for yeah. meeting in hotels with her secret get indie developer boyfriend. Yeah, we discussed this earlier, Leah. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so... Uh, yes, I did have a meeting with them. <laughs> What about? About doing some stuff. Is this not enough for you, Anne? 
it's enough, Simon, but I just need to, I feel like I really need to find my own identity. <laughs> <laughs> Did they invite you on just because you're a girl? Yeah. That's well sexist. And that's probably illegal. Yeah. But sexy as well. That's true. Uh, Aaron Green emails and says, don't do it. Um, he says that he was bored the other day, so he wondered to himself, what would happen if Anne, Stee and Simon lived t- together in a budget bungalow and he left them to it with no further interference? So he oh, used no. this on The Sims. He says, turns out uh, that what would happen is not pretty. Simon no. would hit on Anne and spend a week crying after being rejected. True. <laughs> Steve would regularly soil himself due to the, the inability to fix his faulty loo and Anne would kill True. the entire neighbourhood in an attempt to at c- cooking a toasty. True. In short, don't do it. Moving in together would make bad, bad, bad things happen. Guards Aaron. That is exactly what would happen. We tried it once. Did we? No. <laughs> Imagine. Let's Maybe let's actually try it. What, our own sort of big brother? Yeah. Uh, Who would you vote out first, me or Steve? I'd vote Stia, wouldn't I? Obviously. Because well, you get rid of the competition and keep the idiots in. Oh. Don't you? Um, right. Do you want to read that letter out or not? Oh, sorry. Uh, hi, team. Nintendo uh, 3DS and Sony NGP are relying quite heavily on existing game experiences, though I fully expect this will change by the end of the year. Would you rather play portable versions of games you can currently buy on consoles or 3D versions of game- games you played a decade ago? Love the show. Been listening for years and you're brilliant. Even Anne, despite not liking property. True. Perhaps uh, you can all get OBs for convincing Costa to make hot Ribena, uh, to market hot Ribena towards grown-ups. That's definitely a worthy cause. Waffles. Leo, new games or existing games in 3D? Uh, Quickly. New. Right, Anne? New. Idiots. All you need to do is play Ocarina of Time. Thanks very much for your letters, everybody. Um, you can email us at... Team at OneLifeLeft.com. And you can do other stuff. Follow us on Twitter and all the rest of that. So, uh, yeah, um, email in. And uh, do send in those OBE suggestions, please. Yeah. Okay, now uh, it's another tune for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, oh, let's just put it on. So who's, who's going to sing them? But you, were, you were just talking about karaoke. That's, that's why we're oh, playing yeah. the song. Oh, yeah. Hold on to what we've got. <laughs> it doesn't make a difference if we're ready or not. We've got each other, and that's a lot for love. We'll give it a shot. Oh! <laughs> we're halfway there. Uh, we are more than halfway we're there, Simon. It's 20 to 8. Uh, that's the 8-bit version of uh, Living on a Prayer, obviously. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, are we going to announce the One Life Left 50-year anniversary party? Yeah, since Steve's not here, we've decided <laughs> to take matters into our own hands <laughs> and announce the date that we're going to hold our 
five-year birthday Five party. glorious years. Five glorious years. Obviously, our actual birthday is on the 3rd of April, Obviously. but that's a Sunday. And who wants to party on a Sunday? Uh, no one. Um, so we're going to have it on the Saturday, the 2nd of April. 2nd of April. Um, location TBC. But it'll be the Blue Post. But it will be the Blue Post, <laughs> providing shoot. they are available. Should be, shouldn't they? Should be, I would have thought so. We're gonna... uh, oh, by the way, don't book it in advance. Like, don't book it just to annoy us. No. So you're probably going to have to book it tomorrow now. <laughs> Don't podcast this. I will this book it tomorrow, yes. Um, I, I, I'm going to podcast this tonight as oh, well. Really? How do you feel about that? I feel really good about okay. that. Really show Steve yeah, what we'll he do. is. Yeah. Um, Lazy. So yes, April the 2nd, 2011. It's going to be amazing. Five years. And there'll be karaoke. Will there? Yeah. Well, there better be. So yes. Um, where did I get this from? I think I just nicked it off YouTube. So if you want to listen to type uh, Living on a Pair 8-bit into YouTube. Okay, now it's time for... Matthew Kumar. A lot of you are probably familiar with a game called Bangayo. I might actually have done it as a best worst game, but I can't remember. If you're not familiar with it, it's a treasure shoot 'em up that was released in the UK on Dreamcast. And it featured this hilariously nonsensical story that was paired with a really compelling risk-reward design where the more you let the screen fill up with enemy bullets, the more you could launch in return. If you are familiar with Bangayo, then you'll also know that a sequel came out in for Nintendo DS a couple of years ago. Bangayo Spirits was pretty much completely overlooked, and even to those who love the original Bangayo like I do, it's a bit of a hard sell. It's sort of like a level pack, and it was needlessly overcomplicated in a variety of ways. But there was one lovely aspect to it, and that's the ability to trade levels using sound recordings. They sound sort of like uh, a modem loading. I thought, therefore, that One Life Left could be the first radio show to ever broadcast a video game level live on air. So, here we go. So, that was probably our world first. Um, Though I'm not sure. If you do manage to get the level to load, do let me know. And you'll also get an extra point if you can spot the musical reference in the level design and title. Did warn I me about said, that, didn't Simon, you? don't forget, there's that bit at the end where it goes, Dat! You put the reviews tune on too soon. Is this even the right reviews tune? No! <laughs> <laughs> so Steve, I mean, Steve has deliberately tried to sabotage this, hasn't yeah. he? Because he said, um, like, he sent me access to his shared Dropbox. Uh, some pretty steamy stuff. I know, there's some pretty steamy stuff in there, I'll tell you. Um, yeah, and so... The One Life Left theme at the start was called One Life Left Theme Final. Oh, it's a bit misleading, Simon, but maybe you should have listened to it first and remembered what our actual theme sounds like. I have been busy, huh? Um, reviews then, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Okay, what have you been playing, Simon? Well, I might come to blow with Leo's about this, because this weekend I... I, Yeah, I, I moved my Xbox downstairs to what, like... Like with all the other consoles now. Oh. Yeah, and then, you know, and I spent some time reprogramming my universal remote control. Proper yeah. nerdy. So I, was, I, was, I was a little bit pleased with myself. Um, and then I was, uh, yeah, somebody recommended that I play Fable 2. Someone Ooh. whose opinion I respect, and I thought I should probably be open minded about this. That's true. Um, you know, and so, yeah, it's good. Um, also, by the way, now you've played it, you can close your mind. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Fable 2 um, is, yeah, it's it's the middle Fable game, I guess. I've not played Fable 1. I've not played Fable 3. I do they're, have a dog. They're massively interchangeable. Are they? Yeah. Um, I'm quite enjoying it. Yeah, it's good. Um, I, I, f- I feel a bit overwhelmed by it. I don't know. Over, did you say? No, overwhelmed. Like, because it's just, it's just too much. Um, like, you can customise yourself, be good or bad. I'm being good. I, I, I am a good man, is what I'm being. <laughs> But I always play like that in video games. Don't don't don't. How, do you do you play as ladies? Uh, no. Just play as whatever they tell me to. Do you? That's how you prefer to play. Yeah. Right. So yeah, it's good. Anyway, uh, I, I like you very much, and I'm going to persevere with it. Seven out of ten. What have you been playing, Anne? Um, I've been playing Doodle Jump. Yeah, this was this was in the news today, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. But Anne's oh. played Doodle Jump. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Stop I'd... the press. Uh, what was in the news about it? 
Aren't they doing? Somebody is doing a. Um, they're doing a version of Doodle Jump to promote a film in the same way that they're doing Angry Birds to promote uh, another film. Okay. I no? mean, that makes sense. It seems like something you could easily just put anything into. What do we know about Doodle Jump? Uh, you jump. No, what do we know about it, fact, uh, fact wise? Just, it's. Uh, Wasn't it the most popular game on iPhone? Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, at what point what, are you going to mention? What, in what way? Ever. Um, yes. Definitely not. Yes. More popular than Angry Birds? Yes. Okay. Like, over time. <laughs> Divided by money. Right. Equals doodle jump. Uh, right. Yeah, so um, I just went on to the um, App Store thing and I was like, what should I play this week? Uh, and it was 59p and it was like, we're the best game! Um, basically, I, I got it because it, it, it was cheap. Um, I almost didn't buy it because... Uh, when you go to like download it and you go and look in the information, it's all in capital letters going, no. warning, we're so awesome and addictive. And I re- it really nearly put me off. Like, come on, if you're going to make a game, have a bit of professionalism when you go to present it to the public. I really got very angry and nearly did Sounds not it. download it. No wonder you've been grumpy today. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if I was grumpy before or if it it's made it Doom worse. It's Jump's fault. Yeah, so uh, I still downloaded it. It's really annoying playing it because uh, you die so much. Well, I die Just so like much. in life, Anne. Oh, yeah. You know, you have to learn. <laughs> <laughs> but in this, it's fine. You just press play again and it starts. Right. So that's fine. Um, yeah, it, like it's good. I, I can't really see how it would be super addictive. It's pretty, like, monotonous. I guess if you just get into, like, tilting your phone and you're really into tilting your phone. Um yeah. Oh, so anyway, you're a doodle who is jumping up, up a series of like little levels. Uh, you jump on a spring. You jump on. Uh, you can jump on a spring to jump even higher. You get other things like turbo packs will take you even higher. The higher you go, the more points you get. Uh, the different uh, like level things that you go on change. There's some that um, break if you stand on them. So obviously, don't stand on them because you die. Um, yeah, seven out of ten. It was fine. Would you have predicted it'd be the most popular iPhone game ever? No. What would you say should be? Um, I don't know. Like, the thing is, to be popular, you have to be pretty, like... I think you do actually have to be quite average to be the most popular, because then the most people will like you. I think probably Angry Birds would be, because right. it's nice, it's cute, and it's easy to play. It's, it's, it's neither of those things. Shut up. Um, I think... Do the none of those things, I into a part of all men's psyche that enjoy a specific motion with their hand and doodle jump is like a slow relaxed version of that motion and that's is that is that how you play it what so, so jls like would be good at it would they you just go yeah. what are you no, calling but if me you did it that much you would die like exactly instantly. you'd have well, massive body it's, like, like it's very slow, sensitive it's like a well <laughs> <laughs> say no more biggest thing on the app store eh yeah uh, Leo Tam what have you been playing uh, Backgammon NJ on the iPhone it's a backgammon game uh, I played it every day for about a year and a half uh, so it's, I'm a bit late in reviewing it but it's the best backgammon game on the store thorough um, I've bought every single backgammon game exists that exists on the iPhone. Why? Because I love backgammon. Isn't it the same every single different format? Like every, that's racist. Every time that's game racist. <laughs> well, there's just you know how you can take one simple concept and then execute it in a million ways, and some ways have good. It's just the way that you move the pieces, the way that it's like the the menus, the options it gives you. If you're a serious backgammon player like I am, if you're a rubbish backgammon player, you want to learn. Everything about it is brilliant. Uh, it's use of space on that tiny screen is brilliant um, and yeah I can see from your faces that you're not particularly interested in backgammon but there's only guns in it uh, yes oh does it the backgammon gun right yeah. wow uh, you can't see it on screen but you're always shooting it <laughs> so anyone yeah if you're, if you're into backgammon or not you need to buy backgammon NJ it's amazing uh, and I've totally prostituted my position in the show in order to help promote it score score Seven out of ten, I guess. Fair. Yeah. Thanks, Leah. Okay, right now it's time to hand over uh, from me to me. Here's Talia. Hey, Talia. Hiya! <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there's no Steve this week. You know why that is, don't you? What? Uh, it's because of the um, the sexism scandal that's rocked the games industry this week. Awesome. Do you, <laughs> do you think what he said was right? Do you? <laughs> I don't. That's that's why he's been kicked off the show for a week. Okay. Um, so do you. 
I don't know what he said. What did he say? He said something quite disparaging about girls playing video games. That monster! <laughs> that monster! <laughs> well, I'll tell you right now, right here, and right on my bed. <laughs> um, I'm a girl, and I play videos games, and what do you say to that? Well, he, it's a free country. Yeah, he doesn't have a right of reply because he's been banished for the week. But basically, he said that um, video games weren't for girls. Oh, I'm gonna get. Them. He said that the only reason that girls like Tetris was because it's a bit like tidying up. Oh, I do like tidying. <laughs> <laughs> You're not really furthering your cause here, Tali. Are you? <laughs> Whoops. Um, and he basically said that girls shouldn't be allowed to play Grand Theft Auto. Whoa. Mm. Well, I say otherwise because I, I know people who play that, and they're girls, and I say... You've, he's got to change his mind. Right. He's got to, he's just, he's just wrong. He also said that um, his favourite video game was um, was Smashed Court Tennis. Because, like, he smashes girls. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what I'll say to that? What? The tennis ball that's used in that game is him, and then he gets bullied. So, how long do you think he should be banned for? I don't think he should. What from the actual like game industry? Yeah, let's let's kick him out of the industry. Let's yeah, kick kick sexism out of the games industry. Yeah. Yeah. So, how long? All all the time. I don't think you should be saying that about girls. No. No. Do you think? Um, because plus the say sell, uh, selling bit of the industry would actually plummet if you say that because then girls will go all right then we'll show you that we don't have to and then maybe they'll even not play it and then if you think how many there's girls in the world there, there will how be many, so much how many girls are there in the world how am I supposed to know over a million over a million I, I don't know right I don't know how big this is planet I see yeah uh, so, so what score would you give Steve's sexism? Zero out of zero. No, oh, zero. Full marks. <laughs> <laughs> zero out of ten. Zero. Really like it. Exactly. Thanks. I mean, obviously, I didn't write it. What is it? I did pick it. It's Daft Punk, isn't it? It's uh, the theme from Tron Legacy. Obviously. Obviously. Have you seen it? Nope. Why? Uh, Don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Did you see it, Leah? I haven't, but I do really want to see it. It's 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 pretty good. Pretty good. Music's amazing. This is an eight-bit version of it. It sounds better on the film. So uh, yeah, it's been it's been a good choice this this week, isn't it? Yeah, as far as you're concerned. That last one was rubbish. The one before. What, Living on a Prayer? Yeah, it was a rubbish version of Living on a Prayer. Well, uh, yeah, but we can't just play pop songs, can <laughs> we? You've got one extra for that. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, um, Anne, guess what? What? Guess what me and Leo found out this week? I don't know. You're a little, a little yeah, worried I'm about Yeah, I'm really this, worried about this. So I came in and you were like, oh, <laughs> we're going to do something you've got to guess. We do have to guess. Okay, what? Narrow it down. So, it turns out, and I'd forgotten this... Yeah. <coughs> Leo and I... Yeah. ...appeared in a video game together. Oh, wow! Literally in the credits. Yeah. Okay. 
Go to Moby Games to see that. I've got I've got our Moby Games entries here. Yeah. So yeah, we are both credited um, in the same, and I've forgotten that we I forgot that we did this. Uh, it was probably the peak of our careers, and everything's downhill from here. Yeah. So we we were the actual voices in the video game, and Leo is going to um, recreate that voice for you now, right right from the source, and you need to guess what game it is. Here we go. And. Uh... <laughs> That's see, and that I believe is up for a BAFTA. Yeah, the sound. Do you want to hear my version of it? No. <coughs> by the way, you should probably you should probably be getting um, forty five thousand pounds for this as Go lead on. audio. <laughs> Listen to mine. Mm. Right. So something with cars and food. Nope. Um, which one was the car and which one was the yeah. food? You're the car and he... Or, or ladies. Cars and ladies. Cars can, and ladies. Can I have another stab at it? Because maybe I didn't do it properly. Okay, Go do it again. Car. <laughs> it still sounds like a car. Um, what kind of car is that? Yeah. Like one with a bad engine. Here's, here's, here's my actual one. Are you a monster? <laughs> Ooh. That's not us doing the noise. That's not us doing the game. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's us doing the uh, noise. Intrigued monsters. We are intrigued monsters. Um, yeah, so it was from a game that came out last year. Called? Well, you're going to tell us because that's like the quiz. You're oh. Gonna, so it's a game that came out last year. Monsters. Right. Um, it was described as a Marmite game. You either love it or you put it on your toast. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, I can't give you a clue. Is it um, the game that you were always talking about? I've never talked to you about this game ever. So it's not Monster Hunter? No, no. it's not Monster Hunter. Okay, because you always talk about that. I do. Do I? I yeah. do. Well, it's because it's one of the greatest games ever made, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, but it is about monsters. No, not, n- no, I would say no. Oh. Idiots. <laughs> it's about idiots. <laughs> right. well, well, it makes sense that you two are in it. Uh, um, so you literally just want me to guess from all of the games <laughs> that were released last year. Uh, well, it's but, it's, what did it score between? It scored between like two out of ten and ten out of ten, didn't yeah. it, last year? Uh, Kristen Reed said it's one of his favourite games of all time. It was GameSpot's game of the year, like sort of, um, surprise game of the year. Yeah, it stars me and Leo. I think that we make it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. Deadly, it's Deadly Premonition. Leo and I are in Deadly Premonition. I've never heard of that game. That's your loss. It's your loss. Two out of ten. And possibly a lot of other people's <laughs> loss. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, we did the voices for that many, many years ago when it wasn't called Deadly Premonition, was it? It was called Rainy Woods? R- it was called Rainy Woods, and at one point it was called Risky Woods because Ooh. the name Rainy Woods was rejected for not being scary enough. Ris- risky scarier than oh, Rainy. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you get paid uh, for this work? £45,000. Brilliant. Yes. Yep. So there we go. Uh, check that out. I think, you know, if you've not played it yet, make sure you do. Yeah. Yeah. What games are you in, Anne? Um, Singstar. <laughs> in the busted video. You are, that's true. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh, now it's time for Wiki Wiki Wawa. It's Wiki Wiki Wawa. And today I'll be practising what I preach, putting my money where my mouth is, and putting my shoe on my other foot. Yes, I'm making an article rather than deleting one. And my chosen subject is Wonderland Online, an MMORPG developed by Chinese Gamer International and published by the Hong Kong-based IGG. The first task is to gather information, and not to, for example, launch straight into writing about how it has over six unique races and classes. You might think actually playing the game at this point would be a good idea. Eh, not yet. To avoid systemic bias, ideally, I would have a stack of Chinese gaming magazines and be able to read Cantonese. But I can't. The next best place to check has got to be Google, because it has two important search tools, Scholar and Books. Peer-reviewed academic papers are the gold standard source for Wikipedia, but unsurprisingly, no one has written their dissertation on the social merits of anime-style role-playing games. The book search sometimes yields magazine reviews, but this time the closest we get is a false hit. Something to do with Alice in Wonderland online. So, we go for a regular web search, and this returns a mire of directory entries, cheat code sites, and dodgy pages offering to let me watch Alice in Wonderland online. Here's the game's official website, showing some colourful artwork and screenshots. It looks cute. Maybe I'll download the client and... No, stay focused. Look, picking out the wheat from the chaff in web search results could be time-consuming, so why don't you lot go outside to play while I obsessively stare at the monitor? I'm Duncan Timoney in Wonderland Online.
we go. Last this sounds more like your kind of thing. Scott Pilgrim, isn't it? It's, uh, Scott Pilgrim, the video game theme. Good. Right, um, that went okay, didn't it? Yeah, it went fine. Yeah? Leo, it was happy really, with that? Really good, yeah. Sorry to drag you away from your conversation about hair, getting your hair cut. <laughs> We're all getting our hair cut on Saturday, transpires. Uh, I might not get it cut on Saturday. Right. I, w- I definitely will. Okay. Okay, our podcast is going up tonight. Leo, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks, Leo. Thanks uh, we're not here next week. We'll be back the week after for our final show of the series. Exciting. Exciting. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. See you later. Okay, see you, bye. Bye. Listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. Coming now, the clear spot. Resonance of Apple.